Vivian, welcome to the Enlabeling Effect, where three distinctive women daringly dive into some taboos with the intention to normalize the uncomfortable yet vital conversations. We are ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery with comrades like you. Let's commence on this week's episode on You Are Your Worst Critic. Each of us, we are each our own worst critic, and it's a healthy dose of self-doubt that helps us monitor ourselves and our behavior. Psychology research broke through in 1998 when scientists from Ohio State University proved the theory of negative bias. There's a stronger surge of electrical activity in the brain in response to negative events. This actually ties to our cavemen and cavewomen days where the brain helped keep us out of danger. But the problem is, this bias makes negative things seem more negative than they really are. And to make matters worse, what we've evolved to is we move way too quickly past our successes and pound yourself into oblivion on your failures. So what's the way out? With me here today are Mel and Rita. Hi guys. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Good. Good. Let's start with your perspective on inner critic. Do you think it's important? What like what's your view? I think it's very important. Yeah. Receiving some criticism actually makes someone better by reflecting on how you criticize yourself or even how other people criticize you. I feel like that is always a good thing if you don't take it too far. The inner critic is just like a reminder that really sits inside me. It gives me a push to get things done every day. What kind of criticism most often pop into your head? I think it's the you're not self-disciplined enough. That is the, for you. For yeah. me, yeah. yeah. For me, I think there are a couple of questions that pop up like in my head quite often, which includes. Am I good enough at my job?、Um, am I being a good friend? Am I kind enough? All these questions that I always criticize, or I guess I just question myself. From our last conversation, Rita actually shared with us、um, how crazy her schedule is, and I think her inner critic of self-discipline is really harming her mental well-being. So, can you share a little bit about your schedule? So, things that I demand myself to finish every day would be. Um, studying the vocabularies that I recently learned, and then I have to do a workout section, read a book that is not out of my、uh, discipline. Without doing all of these, I will feel like I'm out of control. How come you have those expectations? I have a, a perfect imaginary self that I want myself to become.、Mm. Yeah. So I have to take all the boxes every day to feel like I'm moving forward to that image. For example,、mm. I would like myself to have a good physique,、mm. and then I want to see myself to be successful in work. And also having street smart or book smart knowledge in other disciplines as well. These are the lists that I think. But do you feel tired? Hundred percent. I would be so exhausted after maybe two days of adhering to this scheduling. Then I may have a burnout.、Mm. That's why right now I'm kind of juggle things a little bit just to let myself to have a break time、mm. to time. To recharge a little bit,、mm. because you have such a high expectation of yourself that、yeah. you want to always make sure you check all the boxes. But at the end of the day, you just get burnt out, and、sometimes. you just forgot to live. Sometimes, yeah. I'm curious, when did you start to have this best self image in your head? Back to the time when I was doing master degree, I had so much to cover. I needed to be on top of my game all the time to get things done. And、mm. also, it's like a foreign country; everyone's mother tongue is English, but Mine is secondary language, so I have to put a lot of effort just to catch up. I totally understand like where you're coming from. I think the reason why we constantly have these maybe organized, scheduled, or like 
time that we would doubt our own abilities because we always want want to make sure we're living like to the best. You know, we want to make sure we optimize our time, we optimize our life. We want to make sure we're being the best version of ourselves. It's interesting that. All of your inner critic is actually based on your future self. Like it's some image that you want to live up to. For me, my inner critic is actually related to my upbringing. Everyone already knows I used to be a very angry person, and then I feel like because that's something I know it's wrong in me. So whenever I experience emotions, I kind of crit- criticize myself for feeling those feelings. And that is really unhealthy. So when these kind of thoughts pop up, how do you silence them, or how do you、mm. do? You talk back to your inner critic. I think now I've come to a point where the first step or the first action that I would do is to acknowledge that I'm going through this,、mm. accept it first,、mm-hmm. and then I need to deep dive into why am I feeling that? Maybe because a lot of the time it's because I'm too tired. It's knowing when to stop thinking about it. So you actually acknowledge that your inner critic is is doing harm.、Mm. That's why you stopped it. But、yeah. then, do you think deeply about why this negative thought of like "Are you good enough?" always pop into your head? I realize that there is a trend. Every time when I'm burnt out or when I'm overtired,、mm. that's the usually would be the moment where my self critic would come in and just be like, "Hey, are you not doing a good job? Why are you why are you like not feeling the best?" Every time you're overtired. Do you ever wonder why it's only this question? Am I good enough?、Mm. It's not like, do I exercise enough? Do I blah blah、yeah. blah enough? It's always, are you good enough? So you're like subconsciously maybe you're doubting your ability or something like that. I, I'm, I'm just trying to explore what I think the、on. deeper meaning behind that question is: Am I living fully? Am I actually making sure that I've used my time? Like to the best that I can, and make sure I'm working hard enough for every single project or task that I was doing.、Um, I think that's the meaning behind. It's like a very general question, but I think it kind of covers a lot of things, you、mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And depends what I would, how I was feeling at that time. So that's just a very broad question that I would ask myself a lot of the time. I could quite relate to Mel's point of view,、mm-hmm. but I would like to ask more about Vivian.、Uh, your inner critic is about emotion-wise,、mm-hmm. so. What does it actually ask you when it pops up? I think there's a lot of shoulda, woulda, coulda in my head.、Mm-hmm. Whenever I experience emotions that I don't like, for example, anger, jealousy, frustration, this thought is just like you shouldn't feel this way. For example, when I experience anger when I was a child, I know it's not doing me any good.、Mm. Whenever I'm aware that I'm experiencing anger, I always think of solutions,、mm. and then it comes back to me. Every now and then, and then I would have a breakdown when there's like a、mm. major trigger. So, do you have a category to put emotions? Like, what are good emotions? What are bad emotions? How do you dis- differentiate them? The problem here is that I labeled emotions. Exactly. That's what I'm. I was asking the category. Actually, they shouldn't be a category. True. Right. All emotions. You should you appreciate should them all. Embrace genuine、yeah. emotion because emotions. Um, makes who you are. For example, you have to be self-disciplined, but then how do you silence it?、Then? I kind of like this inner critic because it makes me very productive, but at the same time, it exhausts me if it comes in too often. I realize that after episodes of fatigue or breakdown or burnout, then I talk to people to get perspective. There's a saying that I always like: is if 
your mind is chaotic, you write. But if you need perspective and views, you read. So that's why I read through quotes and how people deal with、uh, scheduling burnout or overexpecting、uh, from yourself. I kind of have a reminder that embrace the beauty of not doing anything, and that actually gives me a very good break from the scheduling. I have to say though, sometimes. I'm okay, and I'm more than capable of managing these like emotions and these like、um, self doubt moments. But on different occasions, that I would actually have to speak to someone. My dad is a good person for me to like talk to because he's got so much like life experience, and I'm glad that I have a relationship with him that I can actually be quite open minded, and you know I can. Say whatever I want, and sometimes even if I don't feel fully confident with different reasons, he would always be able to, you know, make me feel that I'm worth it. Then you're seeking for、um, reassurance. Do you、mm. think? Do you guys give it to yourself sometimes? I do. Do you talk back with no? I'm. I am good enough. I am productive. I do that quite often, actually. That's why most of the time I'm able to manage. And step out of that, like you know,、mm. self criticism. To be honest, I'm still struggling、mm. with that. Every day, if I have checked all the boxes, I would feel good and just have a good sleep. I would say,、mm. "Oh, well done, good job, you've done everything."、Mm. But if I've missed out, I'll be like, "Nah, this is not the day." Really, for me, it's actually. The opposite. I'm relatively kind to myself whenever I have those moments. What I would do is actually look back on my day from the moment that I got up till then and see and reflect that I've actually achieved like quite a lot today. So <laughs> give myself a little chill pill,、mm. you know, like a precise way to do it. It's like rather than focusing on what you don't do perfectly, you have to credit yourself. For Rita, for example, you said, "Nah, it's not the day," but you don't think that. I did all that I can within the energy that I have. That's very true. And if you're like me, your inner critic is like based on your childhood. Don't be afraid to talk back. Sometimes those inner critic, I try to visualize it. You know, like for example, if it's、um, anger, I literally think that it's something that I can hold in my hand. For example, it's fire. I would be like, "Why are you here?" Whenever I'm able to see it, I'm more confident in talking back to it.、Mm. When you feel like those inner critic is part of you, you don't know what to do because you start doubting if that's you. And I really like、uh, Mel's point on taking full advantage of your、uh, inner critics. And I have to say, though, most of the time when I was getting towards the end of that journey, I actually feel a lot more confident, a lot stronger every single time. So I would have to say thank you to experiencing those emotions. That's all for today's episode of You Are Your Worst Critic. Thank you for tuning in, and let's continue the conversation on Instagram at Unlabeling Effect. Please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and iTunes, and give us a rating. Until then, dare to feel, dare to be real.